Hello and welcome to Growing Through Dance, the podcast for dancers, parents of dancers, would-be dancers, in fact for everyone with an interest in moving, fitness, expressing themselves through body language and enjoying life. On this episode of Growing Through Dance, I'm very excited to host an interview with the talented Dr Penny Martin, whom I've been privileged to know since her childhood. Penny was a founder member of CCDA, Simon Sester Creative Dance Academy, and has so many memories and insights to share that we've had to devote two episodes to her dance journey. Episode one, we will hear her thoughts and feelings of attending dance lessons from the age of four to 19. Whilst in episode two, she discusses the life skills she gained from her dance background and gives her advice for all ages of dancers. Okay, welcome Penny and thank you so much for coming to talk to me today about your childhood experiences and any of the learning that you may well have had from being a young dancer. So what I'd like you to think about first of all is what age you were when you started dancing and why you chose to dance. Yeah, so uh, thinking back, I think I was a little bit older than my peers actually. I think I was already in reception year, um, four, when I started dancing and uh, there was a friend of mum's whose mother was part of the ballet club and um, so yeah mum took me along to lessons from a really young age yeah and I absolutely loved it everything about it. <laughs> um, so you said that you um, did ballet initially and did you when you first went did you have any sort of set ideas about what ballet was going to be like? hard to remember really I suppose mm. at that age but I was always a real girly girl so I think that I just loved everything about looking pretty nice music you know I, I so remember the those thick light pink tights with the, down <laughs> with the, the lines <laughs> yeah. yeah the really thick leather kind of ballet shoes and the leotard and my nan made me this um knitted pink cardigan and this crochet pink thing in a, on a bun I think everything about it that was just pretty and girly I just adored so I think that was the bit that I was probably most excited about <laughs> and have you got any sort of memories of your first lesson can you remember anything about it or even if not the very first one then maybe that first couple of years of anything in yeah. about that it was the get up it was that whole leotard tights going on a Saturday morning and um, I remember just wearing the leotard and tights and my hair in a, in a bun all day on a Saturday you know that was just the thing that I loved and um I remember the uh, just little kind of sensory things like I remember the feel of the floor at the Bingham Hall upstairs uh-huh. where we used to dance and uh the little exercises that we used to do and I think I felt like I could do it so I think even at a young age I thought yeah I'm okay at this and so I think that kind of encouraged me and spurred me on a little bit mm-hmm. as well. So you were never a child who sort of um because I found through experience that children come in two categories they're either desperate to get to dance lessons and therefore up at six o'clock on the Saturday morning dragging their parents there or they're the ones who really don't want to go but when they get there they love it. There was never any problem with getting me to dance never um Rosie my sister possibly but me never I think I was always up for it always ready to go yeah. If you did it sort of um from quite a young age what kept you dancing? What do you think was the thing that made you think, right, well, I'm going to carry on dancing? 
I think I, I think I felt like I could like I said that I could do it you know mm-hmm. I felt like I was good at it and I don't think the option to stop was ever something that I thought about ever I think it was just part of me as soon as I started that was it I was always going to go one of the other things that um, tends to keep children dancing is the friendship they make so did you find that happened quite quickly or did you find you didn't have friends that dance what what was the deal for you um do you know I don't remember at a young age my peers I remember a few kind of images of people but I don't remember forming really solid bonds at that young age I think you're only there for such a short period of time once a week say half an hour once a week or whatever it was at that age um and I think that came on a bit later Uh, and I guess with when you started um CCDA that's the point at which I made my really kind of solid dance friendships that I remember so well that's really nice to know. How do you think that happened, though? Did you feel that there was something that's been said to me sometimes is that, you know, you find your right vibe if you, you know, in whatever you do? And do you think that you suddenly, with when we went into CCDA times, that you actually did find the people who were interested in the same sort of things as you or not? Yeah, 100%, definitely. Uh, and it's interesting that you say about finding your tribe I've had that in my adult life too when I've done and I, we can come on to this later but yeah. when I've done um shows for the medical school or at the hospital it's funny the people who choose to do them I feel they're my tribe you know yeah. it's it, yeah. it's funny because it's not my profession but I always yeah. get on with people who've done musical theatre or have danced I don't there's something yeah. you're absolutely right there's something about people who choose to dance or who know what it feels like to go to lessons and progress and to compete or to perform and that kind of solid group that you form in in your classes it's really hard to put it into words it's almost like one of those feelings that you can't describe but there is something about those people that you do that with that is so solid and so special and different to everyone else yeah and it did feel it felt you know like a really important part of my life there was school and then there was my dance lot you know so did you have any friends sort of in your school life who danced as well or were they uh, totally separate friendship groups do you think? Yeah mostly completely separate yeah especially the ones that we did more kind of competitions with Um, Rebecca Luce obviously that I was at school with she was probably the only friend that I had it within my immediate kind of school friends that I then danced with but I suppose we didn't really have classes together and stuff at school so I suppose she always felt a bit more like a dance friend than a school friend and yeah to answer your question definitely my school group was my school group and we all had our different hobbies and went and did our own thing at weekends and then at school we were together and then there was the dance group it was yeah separate yeah it kind of brought more to my life Mm. um yeah definitely it's like an addition And particularly when you were older, maybe sort of in teenage years, did you find that was nice having that different little group um, as opposed to your peers at school, who I think sometimes some people find school a very hard deal. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that when you're that little bit older, the dance classes, (laughs) not only I'm just thinking about how much we used to chat and how much we used to to just do what we're there to do I think as you got a bit older those dance classes were an opportunity for 
socializing as well yeah. it wasn't just the dance you got to see all your friends so and that became much more as I got older which yeah obviously brought challenges to yourself as oh. <laughs> well it's always the thing isn't it if, it if it's not something that you have to do if it's something you want to do then you, you need to find as a teacher you need to find those reasons to make people enthused about it and be there so hopefully yeah. we did that yeah yeah definitely was there any sort of favourite times? Did you, for example, like it at the end of term when you got to display to the parents? Or was there any sort of school fates you liked doing or anything like that? Or did you actually hate those bits? How did you feel about it? No, I don't think we ever, I ever felt like I didn't want to do those things. It was just an opportunity to see everyone show off, to show <laughs> people what, you, what you've learnt. Yeah. Um, and so it was I always enjoyed doing those things. And again, it was just a chance for a social. I remember doing a really random um, fate on a raised platform with carpeted area and there was no front. So we didn't know which way to, you know, orientate ourselves. And it was just so random. And it's not like you really would be kind of, you know, it's not that the event is the thing that you're happy about. It's seeing everyone and mm-hmm. it's muddling together and it's, a different experience I suppose mm. I, th- I always enjoyed those things and it's funny because I, I don't think I'm necessarily a very intrinsically confident person but there's something about and I think I was quite a shy child I, I think you'd remember that yeah. Um, yeah. and yet dance really brought out that confidence I think yeah it's funny to be shy but be excited about showing off it's almost like an excuse where you're like a persona you're not yourself yeah. and you can yeah. just really go for it <laughs> really good yeah. it's really yeah. funny you should come up with with that one because as I said that was North Leach and that was at North Leach Prison funny <laughs> memories of that I mean we I think as um as a school we've always been quite good at finding unusual places to perform and unusual things to do certainly with a couple of other conversations I've had about past things for CCBA then um yeah uh, other students have come up with things which I've totally forgotten about. But then, of course, as soon as they've said it, we say, oh, yes, we did that. Uh, <laughs> really interesting. The other thing, of course, that we did a lot was we performed, we did an annual show every year. So what were your thoughts about the annual show? Um, just pure excitement. Yeah, I just could not, I could not get enough. Um, I remember my... Yeah, just different things that is so different depending on where I where I think back to. But um, from I remember the first one, the, the dream picnic where I was a squirrel. That was my first ever show. Oh. And then I was a snowflake in. Uh, Would have been Snow Queen, probably. No, I was about to say Ice Queen. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, the Snow yeah. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> and then as I went up and it because when we were younger, it was a it was every two years rather than every one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just you know get again the costumes having your makeup done your hair done was it was pure excitement being able to stay up late with mum let me watch the second act I remember being jealous of um I think it was in Cinderella that the class below us were chimes and ha- and got to stay up to be in the second act oh. so that could go to bed later I remember feeling really jealous of those younger than me because I was <laughs> in the first act and then had to go to bed I just wanted to stay up and just be it was just pure magic and joy and sequins and yeah, and looking up to the older girls as well, watching what they were up to and just thinking, the, you know, the world of them. And, um, yeah, just magic, really, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you sort of got much older and, and you had sort of solo parts in the shows, did you find that was fun or did you find that too much 
um, on your shoulders or? I was delighted to get to the point where I could be a soloist. Yeah, mm. absolutely delighted. Um, and the point at which that I'd so often what you would have is a soloist with some younger dancers as well in the yeah. same kind of theme. And I remember being one of the younger dancers with the older girls. And then when it was your turn after you've gone through that kind of middling period where you're then the older one with your younger ones, just the pride and the excitement and the joy, just absolutely brilliant. Never too much pressure. I think you learn the dance in so many short stages and you've got your peers doing the same thing with their dance and I remember us showing each other especially the first one where is the fairy doll in Capalia mm -hmm. that was the first one where I remember I was a soloist and all of the other girls in the class were different dolls and had their solos and I remember it, it, in our lessons we'd show each other mm -hmm. how we'd got on with our solos and um, you're kind of in it with other people even though you're on your own definitely I felt we were doing this thing together we were all doing our solos together and all encouraging each other so um yeah again just pride really just pride and excitement that's really nice to know no I absolutely loved it I remember adding in the other genres I was maybe 12 or 13 that year yeah. at school and I just think I remember um in every opportunity to write about you know in creative writing in English yeah. or when people ask you to write a speech about what you did the weekend every opportunity to talk about all the different types of dance I loved and I remember having all my different types of shoes and I loved the fact that mm -hmm. I had a shoe type pair of shoes for each style of dance it was almost like I was building up this little kind of dance wardrobe I just oh. <laughs> that was absolutely wonderful I just wanted to do more and more and I begun to feel like I was like a real dancer because yeah. you're, you're you're kind of going from one thing to another I remember thinking oh I, I'm really clever doing this you know going from one style to another and I just yeah no never too much I absolutely loved it. Can you think of anything that um, any sort of anecdote that you can tell us from a show which okay for parents ears <laughs> um, I'm sure there's one or two that isn't um, but anything you can think of that happened or maybe you know it's, it's such a special memory you want to share it with us there are so many oh that's good <laughs> yeah, there's almost too many there's like funny stories when we were doing like we were talking about the other day when we, when we were doing Sweet Charity and we were yes. all wearing those brightly coloured wigs and going onto stage walking along and Holly Harrison who had very long hair had it tied up in the in the swim, in a swimming cap before having the wig on top and as she went onto stage you could just see the wig slipping back and back and back and she had no idea because it felt tight to her head and then there's just this on stage with BT Swimathon written across <laughs> the side of her swimming cap um, yeah just, there's just like funny anecdotes like that there's really kind of proud moments like when we did the bag dance for the first time yeah. and no one had seen anything like it and you couldn't really see the audience from the bag and yeah. all the girls who've done that will know how that feels that you can just about see where the lights were um <laughs> I remember in dress rehearsals the, the crew had put on lights on the sides of the stage as well as the front of the stage. And so some of us thought that the front was there. Some of us thought, thought that the front was here and some were dancing. It was just a complete mess. So we had to make sure that we only had lights coming from the front. And I remember just hearing the screams of all the girls in the younger years. I'd never seen it before. And it was just almost like an instant hit mm. that first time we did it. And that was just so exciting because after you've been on stage for a few bars, when you bring your head out and can see the audience and everyone's kind of erupting, it was just, that was a fantastic, yeah, that was a really good show. Yeah, 
really good. Because I've taught that to several groups over the past years, um, one story that quite often comes out is about the fun that we used to have when we put that together the first time. Um, yeah. Being in um, the village hall and trying to work out the moves. And yeah. All of you adding in your own moves and, and making that creativity fun. Yeah, I completely forgot about how we did that. Mm. That's absolutely right. Yeah, it's Stratton Village Hall, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just, you know, nothing really technically hard about it. Just the um, the idea and the novelty. And it's just such a good display to watch, isn't it? Mm. It really is. Yeah, and then other shows. Goodness, every single one I just loved. I remember being to Tanya in Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, and again, yeah. feeling really proud that I'd... I felt like I was, yeah, just one of the seniors and, you know, really at the kind of pinnacle, I suppose. I was yeah. 16 when I did that just after GCSEs. Um, and, yeah, that felt really good to be the kind of principal role in in Midsummer Night's Dream. I felt, yeah, really proud to, to be Titan. I felt like it really suited me as well. Yeah. Uh, that was a great one. But that, you know, I could just sit here all day. <laughs> That's no good, though, that you've got lots of really good memories from this. Yeah, do you know, there's two two specific times that really spring to mind, and both of them in competitions. The one that didn't go so well, I remember, um, so in festivals, kind of, which are competitions, um, you when you first enter, you're a novice, and in the novice section, as people who've never done competitions before, so mm-hmm. I was 13 or something, I remember just wiping the floor at this novice competition, being in the paper with all my medals, you know, feeling really good about myself, and it was the first time I entered into the to the proper competition it was Swindon Dance Festival I'm gonna really try my hardest this day I can really show Catherine that I can be <laughs> and then on the actual day oh my goodness I remember sitting you, you're in the audience and I we were in the front two rows on the you know right hand side looking at the stage um and watching these other girls that I was competing against and thinking oh my goodness I am totally out of my depth you know having been a big fish in a small pond mm-hmm. becoming a small fish in a this big pond of people who were you know going to be professionals and I just felt blown away by the standard but I could just feel my nerves getting more and more and more and it's funny when I talk about that performance stress curve I still talk about that now that to a point nerves are good that they improve your performance and then to a point it just completely shatters them Mm -hmm. and I was going down this curve as I was watching more and more of these dancers um, perform and uh, I was doing a lyrical dance to dream 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 and yeah got onto stage um started it and I was just kind of blindsided about everyone looking at me and I just completely forgot everything I was doing but it wasn't an option for me to stop and mum remembers this mum was sitting next to yourself Catherine and she uh-huh. remembered she didn't know what the moves were but you leant over to her and said she's lost it <laughs> <laughs> and I just floated around I didn't know what I was doing it oh. was so embarrassing and so it was yeah I but but at the same time you kind of finish what you're doing you leave and you just think right they're the people that I need to compete against next time this is what I'm going to rise to and I as soon as I left the festival I mean it didn't cross my mind again it was just a moment of kind of embarrassment but that's a good thing to experience as a child I think to go through to go through that feeling that you're not it the best you, you shouldn't always be put up and you know say that you're the best at, you know feeling like you're doing really well in what you're doing it's really you know the period of growth for me I think yeah. to see that okay I'm not that you're not always the best and that's definitely helped me in in medicine you get the brightest people doing medicine and I'm by no means 
the best there and you just it's it's good to know that you're not but you, you're on your own journey you're doing your own thing and you've got to yeah. focus on what's important um the other time again something that had gone wrong but turned out to be really positive but I didn't know it at the time we were in Solihull Festival so competition that day and it was when I so I had a character solo this time where I was a gazelle and um, you obviously remember it really well and yeah, <laughs> the title was the gazelle gets disturbed by a snake and you're in this role of a character and all the moves kind of fit this character and we had like a lovely pan pipe piece of music where I was just being really elegant and kind of springing around being this gazelle this lovely costume that I had these little ears and everything um and I so back in those days it was before the time of uh, technology I suppose mm-hmm. or very very early technology and um I we had all our music on cassette tape so Absolutely. it would be yeah. hilarious to think about now but there was the stage and there was this person who was employed to sit in front of the stage with this cassette player and have the stack of cassettes of everyone who's competing put it in make sure you've put on there which side the tape which way round the tape needs to go so it plays the right bit um and I'd realized that day that I'd forgotten my music I didn't have my cassette tape it was my job to remember that to pack all my cassette tapes for all my songs you know there's no phones or computers mm. and I realized I'd forgotten this tape but I really 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 wanted to do this dance um Charlotte and Sophie had their solos they were doing in the same section I was desperate to do this dance and I said to you, and I don't know if it was your idea or my idea. I think it was yours, actually. You said, why don't you just do it as a mime? You'll just do it to no music. And I was so game. I just wanted to do it more than anything. So I just said, okay, okay, I can do this. And the confidence that it would take to do that. But again, this persona came over me. I was just like, I'm not me. I'm just being this person that no one really knows. Um, and I went on to stage and, you know, said the title, The Gazelle Gets Disturbed by a Snake mime <laughs> and everyone was just like sorry what <laughs> and usually at festivals the people that watch are all the mums of the other kids who are competing so it's a real bustling atmosphere isn't it you rarely get silence in the room and I think at this one there was like a toasty maker at the back there was all sorts yeah. going on yeah. because this was so unusual and no one had really done a mime before everyone just went completely silent and I just couldn't I couldn't believe it as I was doing it, I was thinking everyone is watching me this is going really really well and I just thought I'd but at the same time, I wasn't really sure how they what they took of it. And then I came first. I got something like ninety eight out of a hundred. Yes, I, <laughs> I won this entire festival as the best dance there. I remember you telling me afterwards that the judge, the male adjudicator, had said to you afterwards how much he liked me as a dancer. And I think that was that was just such a powerful mm. moment to think that something had gone wrong but I really put myself out there I just think you know sod it what's the worst that can happen no one knows me went for it and it really that risk really paid off and I think that that's another lesson a huge lesson that I learned and I felt pride for weeks months years I mean even now I feel proud mm. thinking about that <laughs> just you know again it wasn't much to anyone else but to me it was so important um so yeah can go one of two ways I suppose <laughs> I think that's really lovely because it also um you know that you had the confidence to do that at 13 that's quite a um a very difficult age for a lot of young girls um particularly now nowadays I think 13 14 you know a lot of teenage angst going on it is a different very difficult time and that mm-hmm. dance had given you some inner confidence to do it 
brilliant. Yeah. And again, again, the theme of the tribe, I think that I just had my girls around me and we all just were going to, I knew that whatever happened, I'd have that tribe. So we were just all there together. And we, I knew that I was supported by all of you. And I think that that support in your tribe Mm. um, just made me feel like I could do anything. You know, it was so this is it. one of the festivals it was my birthday and wouldn't have wanted to spend my birthday anywhere else apart from my with my really close friends and had Charlotte had bought me this um this kind of tray of different colored beads to make necklaces and things and in one of the classrooms someone had knocked the tray <gasps> and the whole tray of beads tipped onto the floor and just it was like slow motion and we'll still laugh about it now all these beads just scattered and there was different dance groups in different corners of this classroom that wasn't really that big on this half floor and these multicolored like thousands of these multicolored beads just bounced across the room in every which direction and we just froze no one could do anything and then we just erupted into just laughter for hours trying to like scurry around and pick up all these beads there were so many funny moments happening all the time when I fell over in the can-can do you remember we were all lined up in the can-can and the person not next to me but second away I think it might have been Becky lost a footing and then I lost that arm as I was thinking and I ended up in the middle of the lineup just on the floor looking at the rafters on stage just thinking <laughs> oh my goodness you know just so many so many funny things that's just, great though isn't it that um, lots of your memories are of really fun times and how much you enjoyed it yeah yeah completely just so much joy and laugh just belly aching laughter almost in every single class Penny, it's been an absolute delight to hear some of your uh, thoughts and your memories in particular and how dance has affected your life. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Oh, it's been such a pleasure to see you again, Catherine. I'm delighted to talk about all of this. Thank you so much. (laughs) No problem. Would you like to be a podcast guest on Growing Through Dance? Do you have views and experiences to add to the conversation? The answer is yes to both, then click the links in the show notes to register your interest. Then enter the Growing Through Dance launch competition by dropping me a review, press the subscribe button, share all this on your social media platforms, then tag me so I know you've completed it. You'll go into a weekly draw with the chance to be a guest on the podcast and share your dance experiences. Let's get everybody talking about dance and the joy it can bring.